Well, hi, everybody. It's so good to be back from Pakistan and Cardiff in Wales, and I'll share a little bit more uh, about that during the course of this message. But I want to welcome in everybody from Church Unlimited, Kaitaia, down in Whangarei, the city, uh, and also Rotorua. Thanks for joining us today. I want to ask you to really listen extremely carefully to what I share this morning because I'm really talking about the anointing on the house, what this church carries, what every campus carries, what every person in every campus carries. So listen with three ears, <laughs> if that's possible, and uh, because as you do, you can come under the anointing that's on the house. It actually comes on you, and it is something quite wonderful. I've been drawn to a statement of late, which I feel is very prophetic, which says this, you can't run a bigger, faster train on old tracks. You can't run a bigger, faster train, a bigger, faster church, a bigger, faster life of your own, a bigger, faster department, on old tracks. You want to be bigger and faster, you have to discover new tracks. I think we all know that the church in the West pretty much isn't really working. Why I say that is that we're seeing church growth, but not kingdom growth. And the enemy doesn't care that much. We can grow churches like this one and our campuses, but we're not that good at growing kingdom percentage of Christians in New Zealand has not really changed for, I don't think, the last 50 years. Some say it's 4%, some say it's 2 some say it's 6 whatever it is, it's not very high. And in fact, they say that in India, the percentage of born-again Christians is possibly 8%, some say 15%. It's more Christian than New Zealand. Does that concern anybody here, or is that I'm the only one bothered by that? Like, how can they be having something of a break out of God while we don't. The fastest growing church, they say, in the world is Iran. Hello? Iran? God, what about New Zealand? It's amazing, isn't it? It's, it's just tremendous things that are, that are happening there. But I, I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to show us new tracks of how we can reach this nation and beyond this nation as well. We can't keep doing everything the same as in the past because we'll get the same result. Do you know what the definition of insanity is? Do what you've always done and expect a different result. <laughs> you've got to change what you're doing, and the church has to change what it's doing if we're going to get a different result. How many would you agree we need a different result? You know, Kaitaia needs to turn to Jesus. Whangarei needs to turn to Jesus. The city needs to turn to Jesus. West Auckland needs to turn to Jesus. Rotorua needs to turn to Jesus. Tuvalu needs to turn to Jesus. Sydney needs to turn to Jesus. That's the mission of the church. That's what God's called us to do. Recently, we did three days of prayer and fasting uh, that had nothing to do with God blessing Church Unlimited. The focus was on the elections. We've never done this before, and it was an extraordinary meeting, one of the most powerful that I have been in. The presence of God was so strong, the prophetic flow was amazing, 
And it was all a part of our calling as a church to reach or impact New Zealand and beyond. If you're going to impact New Zealand, you need to impact the government. It's a good place to start, isn't it? And uh, a number of people have commented to me that they felt one of the reasons that God turned up in such a wonderful way was that we were focusing on something that was nothing to do with Church Unlimited. It was out there blessing the country, if you like. Uh, and uh, it's, it's kind of like one of the new tracks that God has given us, a focus outside of just Church Unlimited. I think it releases something in God. And after that prayer meeting, God blessed further and said, I'm going to give you, Church Unlimited, myself, I guess, however that works, a voice into government. That was a pretty big word, wasn't it? Now, for the first time in 29 years, a couple of weeks ago, I received an invitation to a breakfast in Parliament buildings. I've had three opportunities to speak to Prime Ministers of New Zealand. New tracks. How are we going to reach this nation? Are we going to reach the nations of the world? It's quite amazing what God is doing. And I think there's a connection. And when we started praying outside of ourselves, God started to open doors. Some of you will remember when the prophet came through a while ago, last year, I think, or whenever it was, and he made a statement that was kind of like, God, that's really out there. He said, Church Unlimited carries a nation-shaking anointing. He said, you're already shaking the nation, but in the days to come, it's going to become increasingly obvious. The momentum of shaking will begin to touch other nations. So I was recently in... Pakistan, you might enjoy some of the photos that are going to come on the screen. And we had some really amazing meetings when the Holy Spirit came and ministered. So here we go. There we are. So that was in Pakistan, over a thousand attendants, many pastors, many leaders. And you see across that, can we go back to that one there? Thanks, guys. See right across that front row, you can't quite see it. There was probably maybe 10 or 15, and they came across here with the key leaders, uh, some of the key leaders in Pakistan. And when we started the conference, they looked weary, they looked discouraged, they looked like they were struggling, they weren't that engaged even as I was preaching. By the last meeting, as I looked out on that crowd, that group of men and many others were absolutely transformed. They were passionate, they were excited, they were singing, they were involved, and I thought, my goodness, what... What a, a transformation had taken place. And through your prayers, I have to say it was a very high-impact conference. And God just touched many, many lives. Some of the delegates there, I know, will impact Pakistan for Jesus. I can't do that. I'm not living there. But some of those delegates, some of those pastors, some of those church attenders are going to make a massive difference in Pakistan. That is your fruit that is our fruit of Church Unlimited. Then we went on to the city of Cardiff in Wales. So we go through, there we go. Did we get that one of myself with that big tall guy? Was that their team? If we can find that, or did I not give you that? I'm not sure. If it doesn't come, I, no, going back. No, I don't think I did. I was just with this guy, and he's about seven foot, oh, eight foot tall. And, you know, I'm only six foot three, so gosh, he was, 
He really was quite, was really quite amazing. Anyway, went on to Cardiff was, uh, and Wales. This, this, the church we preached in was birthed in a revival. George Jeffries had 51 days of meetings and thousands of people were saved. There was a real revival. And that was the church we had the opportunity to minister in. And it was, uh, we, we just had a, a terrific, again, a terrific time there. We left a deposit, I feel, of, of fire, of faith, a vision for a revival, and hope that was lost was renewed. If you have lost hope today, by the end of the service, expect it. Ask God to renew your hope. He can do it in a moment of time. And He can do it as I'm speaking right now. Somehow He can just touch you and renew your hope. Then uh, the night service, wow. It was just amazing. They usually get about 150 people. 450 turned up. It was just, this is God. This is your prayers being answered, all right? This is not me. This is you. That's why I tell you these things. And it was stacked with young people. My goodness. One end to the other. And what a meeting it was. Many of those young people had moments, encounters with God. It's just something that's happening when I'm traveling around the place, praying for young people, prophesying over them and touching them. One young girl came up to me. She would have been early 20s. She said that, she said that God did a miracle in her life through the course of the day. She had this incredible fear. She would do it beyond the sound desk. And she was as terrified as she was doing the sound. And then she said she had a real fear of being with girls her own age. I've never heard of that before. She said that whenever girls her age, she, I just be, I'd paralyzed by fear. She said throughout the course of the day, she said, God touched me and has set me free. Do you, do you need to be set free? Through the course of today, God can work a miracle in your life. Could I go as far as saying that Two nations were impacted, Wales and Pakistan. That's the nation-shaking anointing that you carry. God spoke to me many years ago, and he said, I can save a nation in a moment. I've never forgotten that. that that's what, you know, a lot of stuff I say is kind of very high-level faith for a lot of people. They think, like, well, are you real about this? Yeah, I am real, because God has spoken to me, and faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God, God gave me Isaiah 40, verse 15. I think it says this, uh, nations are as a drop in a bucket. They're counted as small dust on the sky. Like for, for God, a nation is nothing. Like, this guy, this God, <laughs> he threw the galaxies into place. Like, the billions of stars, billions of galaxies. Can he not save a nation at it? like that? It has happened before, folks. It is going to happen again. Write it down, put it in your diary, stamp the date. We're going to see this happen again. Tuvalu will turn to Jesus. <laughs> We're not there to just have another church and, and you know, have a bit of fun in that nation. Uh, you know, if Iran can have a revival, so can Tuvalu, so can New Zealand. The prophet went on to say, I want you to, I want you to just hear this, campuses, please listen, because this is the anointing on you. Because who is Church Unlimited? Every one of you is Church Unlimited. So he said this church is aggressive, relentless. Would, that, would you agree with that? <laughs> Pretty relentless, aren't we? It said it carries a unique mandate, the capacity to engage in battle and take ground for the kingdom of God. He said a lot of what God is doing is still in the unseen realm of the Spirit. 
but it will be, it will break through and will shake this nation. I believe that we've already won some battles in the spirit over this nation, but we're not seeing it yet, but it's going to manifest. But the battle, in some cases, I believe has already been won. I've got another prophetic word on that, which I haven't got time to share with you today. The prophet went on to say that God is going to release the heartbeat of an awakening. There are people that God is going to give a grace to carry an awakening in your heart. And anyone here, cross camp, you can put your hand up for this. It's up to you. You can be graced to carry an awakening in your heart. That is an incredible offer that I believe God's, I'm in for this. Anyone else in for this? Carry an awakening, carry a revival spirit in your heart. God's going to grace you to do that. Grace every one of us to do that. There's an awakening coming. In fact, you can have your awakening before this service is over because this is your time. This is my time. This is our time. Now, this all connects, of course, with New Zealand and beyond. The primary vehicle that God's given us to bring an awakening to New Zealand and to nations. The brochure is in your hand. And so the theme is suddenly, let's go to Acts chapter 2. Some of you are waiting for a Bible verse, so I thought I'll put one in for you. Acts 2, but I've already mentioned Isaiah, so don't, don't be too tough on me. Acts chapter 2, this is the vision of New Zealand and beyond, okay? Acts 2 verse 2, and suddenly, everyone say suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Did any of you sense something of a sound this morning? My, wow, open the heavens, wow, my goodness. I thought, I, I was sort of thinking, what's going to happen? Is this the, God, is this the moment? Well, it wasn't quite, but we're not too far away. Suddenly, for enough of us believe it, suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues of fire, sat on each one. They're all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues, and the Spirit gave them utterance. That's the vision of New Zealand Beyond is to help bring. We're not, gonna, we're not alone in this, all right? We're going to help bring an awakening uh, to this nation. And you are all across our campuses invited to be a part of something extraordinary that God is going to do. What a privilege. And to fulfill this calling of a nation-shaking anointing, I believe it's going to need all of us to be involved you have an important role to play. Can you tell the person next to you, you've got an important role to play in reaching this nation? Don't I dare you to tell them. It's going to shock some of them. <laughs> Listen, campuses, if you would believe that, it'll change your life forever. If you believe you've got an important role to play in reaching this nation, God will put a spirit upon you and he will start to use you in ways that I think will surprise you and amaze you. See, an individual can make a difference, but a team can work a miracle. So, campus pastors, listen up for a moment. An individual campus can make a difference, but a team of campuses can work a miracle and change this nation. And so the key is for campuses to be strongly connected to one another and not be isolated in your own silo,
but join together with all the other campuses because the vision God's given us is the power of one. One church, many locations, but we are one. Team, together, we can change this nation. We can impact the nations of the world. And I, I believe we're going to start to see some amazing miracles to back up the gospel. These signs shall follow them that believe. Miracles, you know, healings, deliverances, people's lives being changed. Feeding of the 5,000. Wouldn't that get the nation's attention? I think God's going to do some stuff. New tracks. See, the old is not good enough. God's going to give us some new tracks. I don't know what they are, but boy, I'm really excited about them. So here's the deal that I sense God is offering every one of you. This is what I feel from God, all right? As you get involved in helping reach this nation, you're going to discover gifts you never knew you had. See, that's what's happening to me. The more I engage with this, the more I'm discovering these gifts, these abilities, like, God, where's this coming from? I didn't know I had this. You see, God anoints us and gifts us for mission. So when you get on mission with God, everything changes. God starts to do stuff in your life that is just amazing, extraordinary. And you discover things that you never knew you had, but you step into new levels of anointing. See, I think this is the opportunity of a lifetime. I really do. An opportunity of a lifetime to be changed by God, to be step into what God has called each one of us to do. It's opportunity. It may not come again. I don't know, but it's come now. And so fill in that form. <laughs> come and join us in New Zealand Beyond. 1 Timothy 4, 13 to 15 says, do not neglect the gift that is in you. Wow. Wow. This is massive. I was flying. I don't know which flight it was. Maybe London to Doha. I felt the weight of this. The weight. The weight. Do not neglect the gift that is in you. Give yourself entirely to them. Entirely. <laughs> that your progress may be evident to all. In other words, passionately pursue God's call on your life. See, God has planted seeds of greatness in every person in this auditorium and in every campus. There are seeds of greatness within you. I believe they're primarily unlocked, or one reason they're unlocked is when we get on mission for God, when we start reaching out to others. But Satan has one goal, and that is to abort the seed before it bears fruit. Or to choke the seed. Somehow, Mark 4.19, the cares of this life, deceitfulness of the riches and the and the desire for other things choke the seed. I'm saying to you, don't let that happen to you. Don't, you know, don't, don't allow the enemy to, to abort the seed. See, what we do with the gifts God has given us is extremely serious. Because it determines our eternal destiny and the rewards that we get in heaven. Extremely serious. The weight of it on that flight. I can't explain it to you. Don't be like the man with a beautiful Stradivarius violin who never took time to tune it and therefore got no harmony from it. We have gifts within us that we don't tune them. <laughs> we don't develop them. We're not going to play the music that God's intended us all to play. 
to minister to one another and to work for the kingdom of God. We are called to have, to help impact this nation and the nations of the world. So this year, we've moved the conference to the school holidays. Did you notice that? And so as a result of that, we are having a kids' conference for the very first time. And seriously, spaces are limited. They are limited. So you need to register. If I was you, if you've got kids, do it today because you probably get angry when you can't register and the whole thing is full up. And we're also, God willing, believing that the main sessions will be, each session will be filled with over 5,000 people. And so spaces could well be limited for that as well. So I just want to encourage you, cross our campuses, join us and be a part of this. On this last trip, I had an incredible moment or encounter with God. I was flying from Doha to London. So could everyone please listen really carefully because I think it affects all of us and we can all be a part of it. It's something that blew me away and it takes a bit to blow me away, but this really got me. I was looking at an old sermon because I'm playing, I was preparing a sermon, preparing this sermon actually. And I was looking at an old sermon and I read these words about Joshua. And you know that God used Joshua to take the promised land. And it said that Joshua was a military genius. And the Holy Spirit said to me, Tark, I'm now putting that grace upon your life, that of a military genius. And I thought, I, I thought God, what, what, what's this about? Then I realized if we're going to reach this nation and impact other nations, it's going to take extraordinary ability from God Strategy from God, genius, if you like, from God, new tracks from God in order to get this done. Keep listening. See, in Cardiff, what happened then? Went to Cardiff, went to a prayer meeting, and the pastor said, They said, Pray for one another. And so the pastor came and prayed for me, and he said, God's giving me a picture. And he says that I see God giving you a Military promotion to a higher level of impact in the spirit. Military genius. And then the prophet says, the pastor says, a military promotion. Um, leave me astounded? I mean, seriously? So I can't doubt. I cannot doubt the word that God has now given me, which means he has given to you as well. Now, let me explain this for some of you who think that my head's getting too big. I am no military genius, all right? And you all know that, don't you? I'm not. But guess what? I'm connected to the one who is.
I'm connected to the Holy Spirit. And he is an absolute genius. I mean, he's the master strategist. He can win this nation. He can win the nations of the world. If you read about Joshua, in Exodus 33, verse 12, here's the key. It says, Joshua, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. He was locked in prayer and worship in the presence of God, hearing the voice and the strategies by the Spirit. And so, that's the challenge for me. Stay connected to the military genius. <laughs> you know what? You can all have that. How many of you here are connected to the Holy Spirit? Listen, some of you have had problems for decades. And you've not been able to get the solution and the answer. Connect with the military genius, and he's going to give you a strategy that's going to give you your breakthrough. It, don't go into the natural realm of understanding. You've got to hear from God, and, and he will give you breakthrough. He will give you the answers. He is a genius. He is brilliant. He's a mastermind. See, the old tracks, we, we're trying to get our breakthrough Master train using old tracks. <laughs> God is saying, no, those tracks don't work. You've tried that for 30 years. Connect with the military genius. He's got a strategy that can bring breakthrough in a moment. To do that, <laughs> I suggest you book into the 24-7 prayer room. Book and come to our prayer meetings. Wherever you do, lock into prayer. Because you cannot be a military genius if you're not connected strongly. And the more strongly you're connected, Joshua did not depart. Even when Moses went, Joshua stayed. And Joshua took the land. Moses didn't take the land. Joshua took the land. He got the strategies by the Spirit that enabled him to win great victories. When Adrian and I left Bible college in the days of Noah, We received this prophecy that said, God is going to train you in warfare to pull down strongholds, and listen to this, and see a fruitfulness you have never dreamed of. You know me, I'm a dreamer. <laughs> I've dreamed big dreams. God has said, no, no, no. There's coming a fruitfulness you have not even dreamed about. That's for Church Unlimited. That's for every campus, Kaitaia, Whangarei City, Rotorua, Tuvalu, Sydney West. That's for all of us, a fruitfulness we have never even dreamed of. As you listen to this message, I am hoping yet you're coming under the anointing of the house. Because this is not just for me, this is for all of us. In fact, I can't do it on my own anyway. We need to get it together. So New Zealand Beyond has shifted from a conference to hear great speakers to carrying a nation-shaking anointing that's going to bring transformation to New Zealand and to nations. 
And God's establishing culture within this conference. He's establishing what I call as a soil that's necessary to, to bring an invasion of heaven and to sustain it. So News and Beyond is going to be a champion in five areas and see if this interests you okay. These are like new tracks that God's giving for New Zealand and beyond. We're blowing a trumpet in five areas. It says in Joel 2 verse 1, blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm. I'm alarmed at the state of our nation. So sound the alarm. So here's five areas or five soils that God's going to create, is creating in New Zealand beyond at the conference, at the Trust Arena and down in Christchurch as well, that I believe are key to New Zealand beyond accomplishing its purpose to touch this nation and the nations of the world. Okay, here they go. Number one, we'll be a champion for unity in the body of Christ. I'm a champion for unity in the body of Christ, and I trust every one of you is a champion for unity in the body of Christ. We love every church. We love every denomination. We love every pastor, regardless of the size of their church. We are champions across the nation and even across the nations for the body of Christ. You see, one church in New Zealand beyond becoming a movement of churches, different denominations connecting together to reach this nation and the nations because one church, Church Unlimited, cannot reach this nation. We can't do this alone. God will not give it to one church, but he'll give it to a movement of churches. So coming together, united as one, different denomination, connecting together for the sake of this nation. It's just, you talk about this military genius. He is, an ama- he is absolutely amazing. Recently, I was given another prophetic word. They seem to come thick and fast right now. Said, I would be a kingdom connector. Help connect different parts of the body of Christ. And God will give favor and strategy to bring different parts of the body of Christ and lead us together. Do you know in the last couple of weeks, God has connected with me with two very high level leaders. One in the United Kingdom and one in the United States. Just, Just out of nowhere. Kingdom connector, kingdom connections. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be speaking at Ratnapa very shortly. That's another part of the body of Christ to connect with the rest of the body of Christ. And God's going to use us to do that. He's going to use me to do it as well. The second trumpet that we're sounding is a champion for prayer. The first revival is a revival of prayer. Every revival can be traced to prayer. Now listen to this. <laughs> There's just so much to share, isn't there? So I met this top leader in the United Kingdom. And he says to me, our United Kingdom, UK and beyond is going to be in Birmingham. And he said to me, Birmingham is a great choice for three reasons. He said, number one, he says it's considered a lowly kind of industrial area. And most revivals start in lowly places. Bethlehem, a manger, Azusa Street, just a shed. He said, Birmingham is like that. Secondly, he said, uh, it's a place of great immigration where the nations gather. <laughs> but here's the best part. He said, number three, Birmingham is known as a city for prayer. Leave me astounded. I just couldn't believe I thought, my, this military genius. And so he guides us to Birmingham. We had no idea that that was the right place to go to. It was the perfect choice for United Kingdom. And is anyone getting excited? I mean, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just holding myself together. In fact, if you saw my notes, I've got here. Don't shout. Don't get too excited. You know, because I'm beside myself right now. All right, because what God is doing is just is just amazing. And you know, I've been running these combined churches 
citywide prayer meetings. Like, what is that about? It's just the hand of God. We've done it in Chicago. We're going to soon be doing Taupo. Then I'm going to do new wine conferences again just, just for prayer. They don't want me to preach, but they do want me to pray. Number three, a champion for the Great Commission. Go into all the world and win the loss. You know, anyone who joins with the call to reach lost people touches the heart of God and positions themselves for encounters with God. You want an encounter with God, get on mission. Get in New Zealand beyond. Acts 1.8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Why? That you might be witnesses. Don't go after encounters if you're not wanting to be a witness for Christ because that's why the Holy Spirit comes, to make us witnesses. And when we join with the heart of God for that, then we get more encounters with God. So New Zealand Beyond is a trumpet call inspiring churches to get outside the four walls and reach a lost world. We can keep telling people that they need to show up in buildings, but that's a losing strategy. It's an old track, and it does not work. We've got to go to where the people are. We need new tracks to know how to do that. Then number four, and there's one more after, a champion for love. John 13, 35, by this will all men know you are my disciples when you have love for one another. New Zealand and beyond will be a place of great love. People will come just to be loved. They'll get love restored, renewed, and healed, and, set, and, and, and reno, re, re, renovated, if you like, to go on and do what God has called them to be, a champion for great love. And that's why you are important to this conference, because you are full of God's love, and you can love other people. We're called to be a shepherding movement, which will care for the leaders of our nation. Many are struggling. Many, you know, the stats on pastors, 50% un, feel unable to meet the demands of the job. 50%? That sounds high, doesn't it? I'm one of them. I'm one of the demands of this job, I, I can't do it. I cannot do it. But with God's help, I can and I will. But 50%, 50% have considered leaving ministry in the last three months. We've got to shepherd the leaders of this nation. We've got to look after the leaders of this nation. Whether they've got a church of 20 or 2,000, it does not matter. We've got to look after them. We've got to care for them. We've got to renew them. We've got to restore them. We've got to lift them up. That's part of the mission of New Zealand and beyond. We're almost there. Can you see, folks, that this is not a conference. Come and hear some great speakers. Now, God's got a, the, the military genius has got a strategy here of how we're going to impact this nation and the nations of the world. Last one is we're going to be champions for first love. See, there's a call of the Spirit across our nation for first love to be restored. Revelation 2, 4, I have this against you. You've lost your first love. You've left your first love. At conference, many will encounter God and have their first love restored. It's a conference of first love. You need first love restored? Boy, get together with God's people for three days and something great can happen. New Zealand Beyond is a wonderful opportunity that God has given us to impact the body of Christ and help reach this nation and the nations. It's God's call on Church Unlimited means it's God's call on you, every person in every campus. And God needs your help to reach this nation, to fulfill this nation-shaking anointing. Please join us. Register today and be a part of something incredibly bigger than yourself. As you do, the blessing, the anointing, the presence and power of God will greatly increase in your life. There will be a great revival in New Zealand. Campuses, thank you for joining us today. I'm going to hand you over now to your campus pastor to take you through to the rest of the service. Love you all.
God bless you. Take care.